This episode of Fix Me a Drink is brought to you by Highland Park Scotch Whiskey. You're listening to Fix Me a Drink, a Flaviar podcast. Welcome to another edition of Fix Me a Drink. I'm Noah Rothbaum, Flaviar's head of cocktails and spirits. Joining me as always is my colleague and co-host David Weinrich. How are you, Dave? Uh, sano a salvo, as we say in Italian, uh, healthy and sane, which maybe, maybe not, <laughs> but uh, close enough anyway. Well, I hope you're feeling lyrically today. I am. I feel the I feel the the very essence of poetry flowing through my veins. Well, that is a wonderful thing. Since today's show, I think this is the first for us. Is all about poetry all about uh the poetry of robert burns we're gonna mm-hmm. announce the winner of our, our our robert burns poetry contest that we that flavier hosted with highland park we're going to be joined by the highland park senior brand ambassador martin mark vardson um to talk about burns to talk about poetry talk about whiskey we've got him to read the winning entry which i think will sound beautiful and it always sounds better with, with with a good scottish accent you know absolutely well i i am excited we will we'll fill our glasses shortly with some highland park 12 and we'll get martin on the line splendid welcome martin thank you so much for joining us today welcome it's my pleasure. It's um, it's not every day you get the chance to talk about favorite whiskey, favorite poet, and uh, meet great people. It's fantastic. We should use more often, Dave. Maybe we should talk about poetry. Well, we should. We should go up <laughs> to Scotland to do it, though. Yes, Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Robert Burns, you know, was born in what the seventeen hundreds. Still, obviously, incredibly popular in Scotland. It's hard to understand unless you actually go to Scotland and understand how important Burns is to to people. Well, for a lot of people here, it's hard to understand, period. (laughs) Because (laughs) he he did tend to write in Scots, which is true. Is is it take takes uh, a little pleasant work and detangling for the American speaker, but uh, well worthwhile, I think. Yeah, but I, I think as well when you when you hear some of his poetry being read out, like just you know for Burns Night, the address to the yeah. Hackers, even for a lot of Scots today, uh, they don't really know what the different kind of words means, uh, and and it's always uh, we always make fun of it uh, in in Scotland that when when someone is reading out uh, Burns poetry. It's uh, with subtitles for the Scottish people now and again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Scotland's no longer a nation of small farmers and crofters, you know? No, but I I think I agree with you both that his his impact for Scotland and for the Scottish people have been been amazing. And and still today, um, his poetry... His songs, uh, you know, still make an, an impact. Um, I, I was reading something about him the other day, and and um, after Queen Victoria and Christopher Columbus, he has more status uh, dedicated to him around the world than any other non-religious figures, which is... Wow. Um, that's fantastic. I love that. It's one of these things where you, you never really 
knew how much he has, but when you kind of you know talk about him around the world, uh, yeah. Uh, Bob Dylan uh, said uh, in an interview some years back that uh, the man that most inspired him for his songs was Robert Burns, which is, wow. is and, and, <laughs> I you know, I, I'm a huge fan of Dylan, and and I yeah. never knew him until I heard the interview, which is. It's fantastic, um, and especially uh, I think it was the Red Red Rose, he, uh, mm-hmm. which inspired him to to make some of the love songs that Bob Dylan made as yeah. well. And it's just um, fantastic, you know, a small man from Alloway in, in Air that uh, came out and and couldn't really make a living, and actually was a custom and excise officer. He made poetry, mm-hmm. poetry about whiskies as well, but he also took the men that produced whiskey mm-hmm. illegally. Um, <laughs> that's a tough of, man's job but, yeah yeah so but but you know and 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 um, so, so he he was he was much more than just um farm man he uh and mm-hmm. i think he was ahead of his time as well because what he what he what he wrote back then is kind of timeless you know in, in some ways you, you know he's a great poet because even if you read him and if even if you don't get the each individual word you know um, yeah. you still get the music in it Oh yeah, yeah. You, know, you, yeah, yeah. you still so, get the rhythm and 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 the beauty of it, and 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 you. It's easy to go along. You 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 understand that you know there's there, this is something special, and I think that's uh, that's a wonderful thing when when a when a poet can do that. You know that's a, that's a true master. When you hear it read some of his poetry by somebody who you know who's Scottish, right, with mm. with the right accent and and. And, you know, the right intonation, it really comes alive. And, mm-hmm. you know, my, my favorite times, obviously, to, to hear Burns as well. I'm enjoying a glass of whiskey and somebody from Scotland Wait, is reading. Yeah, I, I know. It's a shock, Dave. Ooh, I sometimes like to drink whiskey. And I, I, the, not the poetry part. I'm surprised <laughs> that the poetry part doesn't surprise you, but the scotch drinking. But, you know, you're drinking a little scotch. You hear somebody from Scotland reading the, the poetry. Mm-hmm full of uh, emotion and and it really comes alive. You know, I think he's Burns probably has has done more than just about anybody else for Scottish whiskey (laughs) over the last, you know, several decades than anybody else. But, but so far his effect upon the sales of haggis have been very, very disappointing in the U S we still don't have haggis bites at McDonald's for one thing. We don't have haggis anywhere here. Not Um, really. And even though, you know, Burns is arguably his most famous poem is the address to the haggis that, yeah. that is traditionally read. I think that for most Americans, that is still a term that is quite unfamiliar. Um, yeah. I, I've had haggis. I've had good haggis, I'd say, you know, in, in Scotland that tastes, um, I don't know, kind of like a cross sort of between like, you know, what the Midwesterners in America would call hot dish. And mm-hmm. like, you know, some kind of meat stew, you know, yeah, um, yeah. don't ask what's in it, but it tastes delicious. Like it's it made fine. well. Yeah. Good. With haggis, it's like um, many other dishes around around the globe, you know, which which has become a national dish that you can get some amazing haggis and you can also get some that will make you never eat hackies again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I think, you know, that's uh, that's how it should be. But I, I must admit, it's, it's very, very rarely I get um, I get some really bad hackies. Even what you can mm-hmm. buy in supermarkets today is actually decent. The deep-fried haggis balls you get in pubs can be quite tasty. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah, you've yeah. had a couple drams, I mean, yeah. it's... 
every everything that's deep fried is good. You know, deep fried Mars bar and sneakers can can be quite good as well. The only yeah. it can be quite you, good. That's true. It, it's it's one of the few dishes where you can really feel your cholesterol, you know, go up. Oh yeah, uh, right. <laughs> so, yeah. But but yeah. But I think um, hack is 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 very underrated uh, outside the borders of Scotland, and and uh, if it's made right, mm-hmm. and especially if it's made to the right occasion, and uh, I'm not saying that you have to drink whiskey to it but i would say it helps why wouldn't you For yeah sure. when you have the chance so so i think there's something to it that makes it very special and i you know i was doing a burns night in in glasgow uh, when the hackers came in with the neeps and tatties was just unbelievable and the, and the neeps and tatties for our audience are the carrots and parsnips right that's yes the, yeah, yeah, yes yeah. If it's made the right way and you have the, 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 the good sauce, the gravy around it and, and a good glass of whiskey, it's amazing. Burns Night, obviously, you know, every year, January 25th, it's a national holiday in Scotland. It's Robert Burns' birthday. So yeah. every year people, I mean, I love it. It's, it's a wonderful holiday because what mm-hmm. is it about? People gathering to celebrate Burns, to read his poetry to eat haggis, which is yeah. optional, obviously. You drink whiskey, you know, if, if you like. It, it's a holiday about community, right, and coming mm-hmm. together. And- At the coldest part of the year when, you know, everybody is uh, is tired of winter already and uh, and you get to gather in the, in the darkness. And uh, I, I, I've always enjoyed uh, seeing the haggis alight with strong whiskey uh, because uh, that's, you know, it, that makes it a real winter ritual. When you when you've got those blue flames and it's dark and cold outside, it's it's very cheering. I think. And winter is serious there in Scotland. I mean, the days are short and gray, and you know, in the sun, it seems like a faint memory that may or may mm-hmm. not ever come back. But you know, and and I think it's it's something to look forward to. And I, to be honest, I, I love celebrating in America for that reason. <laughs> Dave and I have tried very hard to make popular in America over the last few years. And uh, whenever we do celebrate it, you know, it's usually there are a couple of uh, big, hefty pipers from the NYPD uh, Hibernian choir there. That know? definitely helps. And they've got their sidearms. These, these are these are armed cops in kilts. Mm. And it's always quite impressive because, you know, they pipe in the haggis armed as if people are ready to to, to come and raid it and, and, and take it out. So it, it makes you appreciate it all the more. The great uh, haggis heist. That's always a, a great scene when you, when, you, when, you, when you see it in New York. Amazing. We, of course, this year and last year have challenged uh, Flavia members to uh, channel their inner Robbie or Rabbi Burns, as, as the Scots would say. To write some poetry about whiskey, which obviously, you know, he's famous for doing. And, you know, and and I love that people take it really seriously. I kind of worried, you know, people actually could do this. And it's like, not only do they do it, but they actually put a lot of thought and, and energy into creating poetry. And writing poetry is hard. You know, Dave and I are writers, obviously. That's hard. Writing poetry is even harder. Dave, you taught poetry for years. Yeah. I've read poetry, but it is hard. I can write verse. I can't right. write poetry. You know, I can Fair. put things into into metrical English, and right. that I learned. That's 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 a that's a craft. The yeah. art part is turning that into something that people actually care about, like Burns did. That, that's mm-hmm. actual poetry. Right. That, that that that's certainly beyond my skills. But you know, I, I was I was an English professor, and uh, and I did uh, I did teach poetry for 
for a number of years before I had the good sense to go into the uh, the drinks business. These poems we got were uh, the 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 top three were all creditable and uh, yeah. you know well done examples, and uh, it's it is hard. It's hard to do. Since we partnered with Highland Park for this contest, we thought it would be best if Martin came on the show and read these poems. I think they'd sound a lot better in his voice than certainly mine. <laughs> so that... Thank you very much. I'll definitely read up the uh, the winner. First of all, I'm, I'm very thankful to get the chance to read this. And I'm also thankful that it's only one worse and it's not uh, eight like uh, the address <laughs> to the hackers. Exactly. But I think... Um, with 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 the winner here, and I think you should announce it. But but uh, he he will probably, if he listens to this, he will probably know who he is when when I read it out. And um, the winning poem goes like this: With every sip, a story flows, an ancient lore, a wind that blows, a value, courage, and fierce prize, a legend's born that cannot hide. And though the years may come and go. The spirit of Highland Park doth grow. In every drop, a taste of bliss, a treasure found in Highland's kiss. That sounded amazing. David and I have glasses of, of course, Highland yeah. Park 12, which is an old favorite of ours. We'll, we'll toast to oh, you. My God, and, yes. and, and the winner who, uh, Mahavir, the first prize, of course, is a set of Flaviar and Highland Park glasses as well as a Flavier and Highland Park flask, a special flask that we created. And then even best of all, uh, Mahavir, you have won a year-long membership to uh, Flavier. So uh, welcome to another year of, of membership, Mahavir. So congratulations. And then we had also a runner-up and a third place. The the runner-up went to William Katz, um, who, who penned also a great poem. Um you will be receiving a flask and a six-month membership to Flaviar. And then the third place prize went to Samantha Kelly. She will be getting a flask, one of our special Highland Park Flaviar flasks. So thank you, everybody, to uh, entering uh, all the poems. It was definitely a hard selection. Thankfully, Dave and mm -hmm. I, we, we turned that over to our capable colleagues um, and picked. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can do this again next year i kind of love this I'm idea of uh i don't know encouraging people to uh write verse sip highland park not I too mean, much first though not too much, <laughs> not no, too no, much. just one or two is fine <laughs> yeah exactly one exactly or two. it's let's uh, have a sense of proportion here although if you if, if i had a bottle of say highland park 17 in front of me i could probably run off into into a number of verses yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, again, not poetry, but verse. But there would be a lot of them as long as uh, that bottle held out. <laughs> a follow-up book to the Odyssey is, is coming out of Dave. Uh, yeah. The case of, of Highland Park 17. You could the write, Slangacy. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly uh, you know, Martin, um, you know, thank you so much for, for coming on. Dave and I often uh, talk about Highland Park, and uh, I think – one day a dream. I've never been all the way up to Orkney where, where Highland Park is made. I, Dave, have you been all the way up to the tip no, of Scotland? No, I've stood on the shore of the Pentland Firth, which oh, is yeah. you know, separates uh, mainland Scotland from, or from, from, from the Orkneys and looked longingly across, yeah. but I, I didn't have time on that trip to go to go across. 
so windy that the trees grow sideways, right? Isn't that what they say? Well, up in- the, the, the two trees that are there, yes. <laughs> Uh, but, but no, it's um, it's it's uh, one of the most amazing places uh, on the planet Earth. I've always wanted to go and, so and, badly. And, um, it's very hard to describe, but it's um, it's full of history. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's seventy islands, in fact, seventy one islands, and and only twenty one of the islands are inhabited. Mm. Uh, as I normally say, well, twenty are inhabited, and then no, well, twenty one are inhabited, but now. There's one of the islands where only one guy lives, and when he goes shopping on the mainland, then only 20 are inhabited wow. because he, he had to leave home for a couple of days. Yeah, It's a place that very modern when you come to Kirkwall, and at the same time, it's it's um, taking time back. The nature up there is uh, amazing, and then, of course, it's the home of, of Highland Park, and... and uh, uh, which makes it ideal for me to to go up. I I, I don't live there because I still travel around as an ambassador uh, and and living. living yeah, it's a little remote. Yeah, so living there and and traveling is is not easy because um, on average every third flight is cancelled. So if I have to go to the states to uh, to a whiskey fair or something, I need to go a few days before just to be sure to to catch. Uh, there's unfortunately no direct flights from Kirkwall in Orkney <laughs> to. Uh, you know, there's yet. no Kirkwall New York special. Bye. Not yet. Uh, it's definitely a place where if you ever get the chance, uh, we will welcome you with open arms and, um, and show you around. Sincerely hope I do. I've wanted to go for 30 years. I mean, if Dave and I get to go up there, I'm just I'm going to say this, Dave. If, if we get to go, we'll write a poem up there. I'm just going to say it. We're Absolutely. Gonna, we'll drink whiskey. If anything yeah. could inspire a poem, I think, out of the two of us. I think the journey up there and, and the lovely whiskey that Highland Park has always oh, yeah. made. We have up there the uh, the Jönsson room, which is um, named after our founder Magnus Jönsson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, if there's a, I wouldn't say there's a link, but uh, uh, anyway, you know, Robert Burns died two years before Highland Park was established. So there's there's a little bit where you can sit in this room with the fireplace, a good drown, think back to the times where Robert Burns were traveling around Scotland as a custom excise and. He never made it up there to get hold of of Magnus, so that's probably why Highland Park was was founded uh, two years later. Um, and it's um, yeah, it, it, it's 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 amazing place. It's also you know in places like 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 Highland Park. I mean, uh, some of the other uh, wilder places in Scotland I've been. That's when you really begin to appreciate malt whiskey and Scottish yeah. malt whiskey. When it when it's cold and rainy and the wind is blowing the rain in your face, you know it, it's it's suddenly it's like oh now I understand why this whiskey is so robust and why the smokiness gives you a little bit of warmth that yeah. that, that that you wouldn't normally have and and why it's such a wonderful outdoor dram. Yeah, and 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 looking at you know about Highland Park, we make Highland Park the same way. Today, you know, mm-hmm. doing the floor malting using the local peat and these kind of things, exactly the same way as as we did in in 1798, yeah. uh, and 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 that's due to we have this rough climate and uh, it's never really cold because of the Gulf Stream. But uh, you know, when we look at temperatures like that, but we we then have the the, the chill factor with the wind, of yeah. course, that, that comes up. It's never really warm either. I you know I always have to tell people when I do master classes and so on around the world about Highland Park that 
if they want to go up there and they think uh, summer will be the best time because then they can go to buy <laughs> a bottle of whiskey, go to Scarpa Beach, lie under the Arcadian sun and swim in the ocean. Uh, it's probably one of the only places in the world where you will go home more pale than when you arrived. Because, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it has not much sun. I mean, um, Northern Scotland in July. I've never been. I, I, I've never been more grateful for a fleece. You know, and Orkney is right in between the North Sea and the Atlantic Ocean, and there's always wind. It's funny. We talk a lot now about like you know the wine idea of, or the French idea of terroir, right? Of earth, right? And and something reflecting where it's from. And usually, that's you know we we think of that only in terms of what's in the bottle, right? Like you know it it mm-hmm. has you know uh, you know floral notes because the pollen, you know the bees, you know came from the local flowers. And while that's all obviously true or local grain or barley, I think, Dave, you're right that like, you know, terroir is also about, you know, why people make a certain type of spirit the way that they do, because it often reflects the weather and the conditions. Exactly. Exactly. So like on a nice, you know, warm summer day in Orkney when it's what, 40 degrees, 50 degrees, like... You understand why the whiskey tastes the way that it does. There's something about it because you know if you if you go to um, if you go to Isla, which was always windy as well. There's you know yeah. they, they they've been making peated whiskey to yeah. you know give oh, them forever. a little bit more. Yeah. And then if you go to the lowlands, um, traditionally, that was triple distilled lighter whiskey. There you know there was not much wind. It was in shelter. They they it was not that cold. Just on the yeah, border to England, the big cities so, with with yeah, with. So, Houses and and fireplaces and all that. So yeah, it's uh, true. It's true. It had to be a little bit more sophisticated whiskey for for the English people and so on. So so the, there is a there is a tradition about making whiskey from the area you are and 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 so, so yeah, definitely. Dave and I will finish our glasses of Highland Park Twelve, which and we will toast you. Martin and also uh, Mahavir and our other winners. And of course, Robert Burns encourage all of our listeners uh, to pick up a copy of Burns, read it all year round or just recite it to your friends (laughs) (laughs) or, or just on January 25th or or year round. Obviously whiskey is for year round, whether or not you read Robert Burns year round, that's up to you. Well, hopefully we'll reconvene Martin in Orkney. I'll bring the Robert Burns book and Dave will uh, bring his feathered pen and uh, we'll go to the warehouse (laughs) and we'll get some whiskey and uh, we'll have an old-fashioned evening. Definitely. I will look forward to that. Good to see you guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fix Me a Drink. Dave and I encourage you to always drink responsibly. Cheers.